you say, you know, embrace that change. You've been in, involved in the business a while. How has it evolved and how have you guys been able to, as you say, embrace that change? Well, I'd say the thing we do probably the most, or one of the most important things we do would be engaging with our customers, current and past, and finding out what they like about what we're doing, what they may not like about what we're doing. It's a lot of tweaking. It's a lot of trying things. We're not afraid to try something. I think it's just being open-minded to change and it happens, you know, whether you like it or not. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. Now, if my voice sounds a little hoarse this week, uh, you're going to have to forgive me. We're just coming off of our primetime event uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, it was quite the time. If you were there, you know that um, it was a, a show that was bu buzzing with business, uh, lots of networking and, and education and buying as you'd expect at primetime, but uh, first time for us in Phoenix, so it was, you know done up uh, in a way that I, I think it ends up being one of the more memorable shows that we had uh, here at Nationwide Marketing Group. But I say that as well because, you know, being in Phoenix, we were not too far from the home of Waltz TV uh, down there in Tempe, Arizona, just a stone's throw from the convention center. And uh, of course, you know, being in their backyard, the Waltz team made sure that they had their team, uh, you know, uh, more of their team than you typically see at a prime time, uh, be able to circulate through the show and experience what it's like to walk around a prime time and get the education and uh, just a cool opportunity for them. But it actually turned out to be a cool opportunity for us, uh, especially for the Independent Thinking Podcast, because, um, you know, walking around and talking with them, you know, they knew we were coming down. Uh, they, they wanted us to stop by their store and, and pay a visit and see what it is like, uh, you know, at their one location there in Tempe. And they had just, you know, come off a, a in-store redesign and upgrading their in-store experience. Um, and of course, that included adding a studio as well. So uh, what better way? You got a retail store with a studio, a couple guys that like to talk and a podcast host. And lo and behold, we have our uh, episode from the Waltz store. So um, we had the chance, you know, while we were down there to connect with Bear Henley, who's the retail uh, sales and installation manager for Waltz co-owner, uh, you know, there with his brothers and uh, the, Walt, the Henley family. And, um, you know, just Got to chatting about that in-store experience. This prime time was all about the experiencing the journey, the shopper decision journey, and um, you know when you're in a store and you can actually sit there and kind of walk through and get the explanation on why things are laid out the way they are and just how the in-store experience has changed over the last few years for Waltz. It was just a cool opportunity that we couldn't pass up. So that's what we did, and uh, you know I think that uh, Bear does an awesome job of explaining. You know, some of the strategic decisions they've made, you know, as a company uh, with the layout and how things are kind of growing for them and uh, how business is really booming for Walt. So it's just cool to connect. Uh, obviously cool to do so in person. Uh, this will actually end up being our first independent thinking podcast live from inside of the store uh, for one of our members. So um, excited to get that chance with him and with Walt. So let's just dive into it. This is Bear Henley from Walt's TV down there in Tempe, Arizona on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and uh, this, I, I feel like I say it all the time, but this truly, I think, is going to be an exciting and uh, awesome episode, one I've been looking forward to, uh, one of my favorites, probably will end up being one of my favorites that we ever record. So you've set the bar so high that no one will ever top it, Mr. Bear Henley. Appreciate you uh, 
well, as you can see, if you're watching on the video version of this, welcoming us into your store here in Phoenix, uh, just off of Primetime here in Phoenix, uh, Nationwide Marketing Group's Primetime event. Uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, Rob, no, thanks for coming in. We love to have you here today. Um, we're really excited after the Nationwide show, and we're really happy you're here. Yeah, absolutely. We'll start, I, I'm going to get, you know, we'll get into all the fun stuff. I'm going to start with the hard-hitting questions right up front. And I need to know, Bear, is that what's on the birth certificate? It is not on the birth certificate, <laughs> but it should be, <laughs> for sure. Um, well, you know, I've had that nickname my whole life. Um, it was a family nickname given to me when I was learning how to walk, so it's pretty much my name. Gotcha. Um, everyone in school called me that, and the industry, same thing, always whole life name. Awesome. So it should well, be. Uh, maybe some legal change. I mean, there's been the Ocho Cinco's of the world. Which yes. Bear sounds pretty normal compared to some of the, <laughs> the things out there, Meta World Peace, things like that. So right, right. Bear, I, I support it, so no. Yeah. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself and your role here at Waltz. Okay, well, um, I originally came to this company in 1996. Uh, I started uh, part-time. I was working another full-time job, but started doing deliveries, um, you know, just setting up TVs, some appliances, stuff like that. Uh, shortly after that, I was given the opportunity to enter the sales, and um, so I left my place I was working before and came here and went full-time into sales. Uh, believe it or not, that led into service. I learned how to repair VCRs, TVs. We were a big service company at, at that time. And um, over the years, I've, I've worn many hats. It, um, it, today, I'm, I'm part owner. I'm the, running the retail operations. Uh, but I've been all throughout. I've worn pretty much every hat here, but that's yeah. where I am today. And anyone that knows the Waltz crew knows the, the Henley name, obviously. There's mm -hmm. a, quite a few of you. So what's it, what's it like working you know, with family and, and having you all be a part of this operation here at Waltz? Well, I think because, well, first of all, it is sometimes difficult working with family, <laughs> but because we're family, a lot of times that transfers into the employees and we all work together as a family. Um, and I mean that in the aspect of when times are hard, everyone, employees outside that do not have the same last name have always stepped up for us. So it's always worked out really well. Um, but yeah, you know, there's, there's me, myself, uh, two older brothers, um, and another business partner, we're all owners. And, um, yeah, I don't know. We just, we've just, you know, through the good times and not so good times. We just always stuck through just like I think anyone in a family do. You always have each other's back. No, that's awesome. And tell for, for those watching and uh, those not from the, the Tempe Phoenix Scottsdale area that might not know what, what Waltz is, but I'm looking out you know, at your store out here in front of us. And, uh, but explain for those who, who can't see what, what we got out in front of us, what's the Waltz in-store experience like? Well, the, the goal and usually the experience is you come into the store, you're, you know, greeted by someone friendly, of course, but um, we sell a good wide variety of affordable luxury products, starting with televisions, audio equipment, appliances. Um, we do in-home consultation. We're a control four dealer, which means we do home automation. Um, we'll go out to the home and give somebody ideas, design a system, whatever it may be from A to Z. And, and we'll there, we, we reach out through the US 48 states to the online platform as well. But for the most part, when people are coming here, they're looking for an experience. We try to deliver that. We have home theater room, uh, two channel audio room to listen to, and actually you know touch and feel these products i know that's awesome and i, I, I kind of want to unpack that because you you mentioned a lot um about the different ways you guys sell product and uh but this in-store experience you know that obviously was a, a big part of the the discussions in, in in at prime time uh you know that just wrapped and um you know w when you think about just sort of the way the the in-store experience and, and the shopper decision journey uh how that has evolved over these past two years you know what have these past two years has how have these past two years impacted the way the in-store experience is for, for Waltz? 
Well, you know, before um, before COVID, um, we were working on this buy online, pick up in store. Um, you know, we've been really leveraging the online experience and trying to use that the best way we can to get people back into the retail stores. A lot of us have seen the foot traffic lower over the years. It's always been a challenge to, to try to reinvent ourselves and stuff. But so in a lot of ways, we didn't have to make too many tweaks. And it just so happened that curbside pickup became a thing. Um, no contact, you know, that kind of stuff. So we were able to deliver that right away. So we embrace that, um, and then we've really seen a big increase in store traffic um, and add-on sales because of it, and also additionally setting up these consultations and et cetera. So we've really just tried to embrace the change and, and, and kind of use our experience and, our, and leverage our online reputation to help drive the in-store sales. You say, you know, embrace that change. Um, you've been, in, like you mentioned at the top, you know, involved in the business a while. Uh, how... How has it evolved and how have you guys been able to evolve the business and, as you say, embrace that change? You know, what kind of things do you do to, A, you know, stay on top of the changes, you know, as, as they're happening? Um, and then, to, to your point, evolve and, and ensure that your business can be successful, you know, depending on what, what that current retail shopping environment is like. Well, I'd say the thing we do probably the most or one of the most important things we do would be engaging with our customers, current and past, and finding out what they like about what we're doing, what they may not like about what we're doing. More importantly, we ask every customer that comes into the retail store, how'd you heard about us? Where'd they find out about us? And why are you here today? Whether they buy or not, that's another another factor. But we take that. We also like to take information gathered from our employees, their families, et cetera, and just kind of tweak what we're doing. It's a lot of tweaking. It's a lot of trying things. We're not afraid to try something. We generally reach out um, to any manufacturer, anyone, any partner and say, hey, you want to beta test something? Let's try it with us. Um, so I think it's just being open-minded to change. And it happens, you know, whether you like it or not. If you're resistant, you don't participate. If you embrace it, you will. And there's a lot of benefit, in my opinion. Interesting. Uh, you know, you, you talk about beta testing and um, it's almost like a startup mentality, the way you guys are as a retailer. Mm -hmm. You know, Kip, I don't know if anything comes top of mind to you, but you think of some of the, the innovations you've tried to adopt. Does anything come to mind that, you know, a, a success that you're maybe most proud of and even maybe an example of something that you tried that didn't work that, you know, just to show that you tried something, but, you know, mm -hmm. and it might have failed, but just the, the fact that you were able to at least attempt to, to make a change. Yeah, I guess, well, one of the things recently comes to mind that we've tried that hasn't really taken off really is the execution of letting people know about new products like appliances is a category for us we've really not done we've tried different things but we really haven't put our full force behind it partly due to the fact that it's a very localized targeted campaign so that's something we're trying to get better at i wouldn't say we've failed but we're not where we want to sure. be right yeah. but one of the concepts and it works well with appliances is this buy online pickup on store we feel we've hit it out of the park with that we were doing it early before anyone else in our industry that we're aware of but I'm sure some others just were not aware of them and um, we were uh, that beta testing we're talking about yeah. we were approached with Amazon one of our large partners yep. um, and we leveraged that relationship with them but we worked with them to beta test buy online pickup in store I should say I'm sorry buy an Amazon pickup <laughs> in store it's a local selling program gotcha. um, and that's really helping to get to reach customers that are using Amazon not just to buy on Amazon but to search products right. They do this on Amazon, they, then they find out that we're here too. Now, some, some people listening, they hear that A word. Mm -hmm. uh, it might sound scary to them or almost like a curse, curse word to some small businesses out there. Sure. Talk about that relationship and, and sort of, um, if you can, the, you know, the, the, 
the early years of it, the inception of it, how you guys were able to get in, and then the benefits of it. How has it helped you as a business? Well, the thing I the thing that I think is most beneficial about them for a small business going back to the beginning till even till now is because they are large and innovative themselves, they're constantly pressuring people to do better. And when I say pressuring, it may not be the best word, but when you're when you're a partner with them, they keep you accountable. And you need that sometimes as a business. So I can get very jaded about what we're doing. I may not want to know the truth, but they'll it shows. They they'll they'll show it to you. So getting on board with them early, we got on board with them in the early 2000s um, and we were doing okay you know and then um, we started their FBA program as a seller um, I think in 2004 if I'm not mistaken that helped uh, bring us to the next level with them uh, as far as online but we always had this retail presence and until recently they didn't really have a retail type of program so as soon as they came out with that we jumped on that because we this is new this is different Um, and even though it's the big bad Amazon they're dealing with us it's us it's our brand working with their brand so we just utilize their big budgets and their big advertising dollars to help reach our customers really no that's awesome and and i mean are there any benefits going or that you've seen maybe not necessarily from early on that you go in because obviously it's been uh, since 2004 talking about 15 16 years uh longer than that 17 18 years mm-hmm. um you know what are there any unintended benefits that you've noticed having worked with them and, and um, you know, gone into partner, had the partnership and, and done some of these beta testing programs with them? Yeah, you know, I think the most or the thing that I've noticed the most is the trust. Customers trust Amazon. So we're an oftentimes unknown for them. They don't know us. They may not have a relationship with us. Um, But when you put us together with them and then they learn about our history since 1957, we've been in the Valley, we're a a long-term, you know, uh, business, they, they trust us. And it's, it's, I I wouldn't have expected that. Um, In fact, sometimes I would expect the opposite, but that's one of the unintended things that I found um, and unintended growth. You know, a lot yeah. more growth. Well, you mentioned that growth. Mm-hmm. I know you guys um, recently, you know, within the last year or two, I think, I, you know, I know you had a distribution center that had opened up out in Kentucky, right? Louisville. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you mm-hmm. recently added a second in yeah. Dallas. Dallas yeah. uh-huh. um, so talk about that, that growth from, you know, being, a, what, correct me if I'm wrong, but one store, this is the, this is yep. the location, right? Yep. So ha- talk about that growth to have go from a store that has just one location to now I don't know. Tell us what the number, what percent of the country can you guys hit in? in yeah. The- so, so, well, to back up just a second, yeah, the yeah. store. So we were one store, yep. right? And we started shipping out of the one store and yeah. we had store needs and changes. This store you're sitting in currently just as little as four years ago was a warehouse. Wow. Um, the front of it had a small retail presence, okay. but we shipped and received out of this majorly across the whole US 48. Wow. We had it added another warehouse in the Phoenix metro area to mm-hmm. help with the over the growing. And um, then, then you said Louisville yeah. and then now near Dallas. Um, so those are kind of the stepping stones but with each one of those we've increased our coverage of two-day shipping coverage um, for smaller items um, within 90 I think it's in the 98 percent of the U.S. uh, continental. That's awesome so what I mean how does I don't know if you could speak to it but it'd be you know insightful I think to hear um, the mindset of a business change from someone someone a, a company that was just local to here to now you can do that what does that do to kind of your your business psyche if you will. 
Well, you know, it's kind of tricky because sometimes it's it's you don't want it to go. You know, you don't want it to enhance your ego at all, right? <laughs> you know, we it, it, no, but serious on a, a serious note. I mean, we are still very much a small company. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we do we do now have over 100 employees, which is good. But that's good. We've always wanted to have local presence employees and we're going to grow regardless and add employees but we're still very much a small company so a lot of people with the with the success and the growth the amount of business we're doing uh they would mistake us to be much larger than we really are um so it kind of messes with you a little bit because sometimes you're like well am i the big boy or (laughs) am i just the you know the meek uh little business and we're and we're still both in many ways no that's awesome and and i know i mean we're we're in Phoenix, right? We're mm-hmm. we're here because of prime time. So kind of switching gears a little bit. What you we saw we bumped into each other how many like too many times to count I think <laughs> over the last couple of days. For but sure. um, no, what what was it like to have a prime time here in your hometown? And first, I'd have to check with our historian who's off camera, but uh, Mr. Doug Marsh. But the this I would have to say first time in Arizona um, in a while or possibly ever. Uh, we'll fact check that. Yeah. But uh, you know, what what was it like having primetime in your backyard and being able to, uh, you know, get not have to you know take a plane to to get to a, a location to attend the expo? You know, it, it was good. Um, it, it's kind of one of those things that it, it's 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 good and it's bad to have one foot in and one foot out. <laughs> so, um, you know, we did have a little bit more interest um, because, you know, people want to visit the store or they want to know a little bit more about us because it's our town. Um, so I think for the networking, it was a huge, huge plus over being in another town. There's a little bit more light on you, I think. So, um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I really enjoy every place we've ever been with Primetime and I think it's a good venue. So so you're saying I'm not the first person to come and visit Waltz since no, we've been in Phoenix. Darn. No, See, I thought no, I was no. so special. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, what, talk talk about that. What kind of what kind of experiences did you have having members here, or was it other members? Other was it vendor partners? Yeah, we've had a couple members that yeah. I know of. We're having more vendor partners come, but some of the vendor partners we've done business with in the past and never made it out here or had the uh-huh. budget to get here, so to speak. So it's kind of brought them the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised at a few that didn't really realize we were here. We're such a large e-commerce company. Yeah. To everyone, they forget about the little old store. <laughs> no, right? but I mean, and what what kind of uh, you know, what kind of in- interactions or, you know, things, what feedback maybe did you have from them? Oh, well, feedback-wise, um, I definitely got a lot of positive feedback on the store itself. Um, people were surprised to see the nicer quality products. They weren't sure what to expect. Um, again, with the Internet presence, they're, they're thinking it's TVs. That's yeah. it. Right. Yep. Waltz TV. TVs, yep. right? So I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that. And um, I've gotten a lot of uh, feedback on our, our staff and our crew which is great. I didn't get any negative comments. They've been some surprise visits. People said they were helpful, knowledgeable, stuff like that. It's a very positive thing no, so far. Awesome. And, and on your staff, you know, that obviously being here nationwide, being here for prime time, gave them the opportunity. You know, typically you might see a retailer bring uh, owner, you know, some family member and uh, employee or two. You guys mm-hmm. got to get a lot of your staff to actually experience prime time. So what, what was, A, what was that like? And then B, what, what did you hear from them about their, uh, you know, them having the opportunity to get to the show? Yeah, even actually one of them we just recently brought on board. Um, he's Texas hasn't even started yet. We brought him to the show for the first time. He's coming from a different industry. Um, he's just really excited at um, how large this venue was for this industry. He had no idea. He's been from another 
other industry, which is a large industry, and he wasn't expecting that. So hearing an outsider, someone that hasn't been in yet, someone brand new to our company, it's been really, he had a good time. He said it was really great. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as having the impact of our own employees here, we were able to send more than we would normally um, for the education, the NLA, that was really great, um, and just get the professional um experience and knowledge from some of the other members and the stuff getting that to them is is great and they, they, the feedback has been really good they're really excited about that yeah mm-hmm. no that's awesome i know obviously being here you, you mentioned it, you got kind of a foot in the door at the store foot mm-hmm. in the door at prime time but you know did, was the actual experience uh, did, did it feel different when you were at the show or did it you kind of like for a second forget the fact that you're in phoenix and you're attending a prime time you know it does really feel different and i, I relate it to like when you're having a, a party a big party at your own house you're not afraid to go in any room of the house it's just <laughs> like that exactly like that no, for that, sure that's awesome well i, I want to bring it back to the store here you mentioned um, you know, some changes. This used to be a warehouse. We're, we're sitting in a studio in your store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know a lot of, of effort has been put into kind of upgrading the in, in-store experience here and, and what's around and, and kind of how things are laid out. So, um, you know, when you guys are doing that, how do you go about plan? What, what did the planning look like? You know, what was the, the concept that you had in mind and, um, and what was it like bringing this to life? Yeah, well, the first, probably the first foremost concept was experience. We wanted to bring experience back to the customers, the touch and the feel, hearing it, especially with sound. This studio, part of the reason it was created um, during its process was to make videos, you know, obviously to educate, but to show products. And um, it really worked well and married well with when people didn't want to come into the store so you have another way to reach them in their home which helps the online sales but also made them a little bit more familiar with the brand more comfortable with us maybe more comfortable to come in and make the purchase as well so it's just another way to reach out to the customer and this is a great way to do that with the studio no that's awesome and obviously you know walking around you see some uh you know sound rooms and other mini experience centers uh throughout the store you know what what's that's I can't I imagine something when you had the store was smaller you did not have the ability to do that so what have those done for you um, well it's increased sales um, <laughs> it definitely has done Good. that um, but <laughs> it's also allowed us to reach um, maybe some partners that we weren't able to reach before because of the limitation of the show space or even the ability to demonstrate it so sometimes these partners again with the online presence there there's other partners that we have that we focus with the store because this is a store this isn't about online this is about people coming in buying and experiencing. So there's other products that's opened us up to have that we didn't have with just the online presence. So it really helps um, make it legitimate, right? So it it allows us to have more options for our customers to experience. What's next? Well, I kind of want to, you know, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I know we're, you got things to sell and we're, uh, we're in here. I'm t- sitting in your studio, but I know you want to get back out there. Um, you know, what, what's next for Waltz and kind of what, what's the vision sort of moving forward is, uh, you know, hopefully sometime soon here we're on the other side of a pandemic and mm-hmm. uh, maybe retail life gets back to a little bit of normalcy. But, um, you know, what are you guys kind of focusing on, you're focusing your efforts on as you move forward mm-hmm. uh, into 22 and beyond? Well, in the local market, um, which is really where I can speak, it is appliance. Mm-hmm. Appliances, we're, we're going gung-ho with appliances, as well as buy online, pick up on store. We're very heavily um, interested in that. It's shown a lot of return. Uh, it's There's so many positives. We haven't found negatives. Customers love it. Um, you know, one of the greatest things about it is lack of damage. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So, um, you know, we're just leveraging some relationships to help grow that. That's where we're going. That's the next level for us. We want to reach and start to really uh, tell our story to the, especially in our area. I mean, there's a lot of people that still don't know about us. So we're doing some more advertising. We're going to get back on radio. We haven't done that in a while. We're going to get back on that. So that kind of stuff. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, Bear, I, I appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting Not even just getting to sit down and talk with you in, in this awesome studio you guys have, but uh, being here, being in primetime, being at Phoenix, um, and just getting to walk around and, and see it all. So we, we appreciate it. Thanks for the, the hospitality in your store, and uh, you know, hopefully we get to come back, come back soon. Yes, please do, anytime. And we can't wait till another primetime's here, of course. We love primetime. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, and thanks again to Bear, uh, the the rest of the Waltz team, and of course our Prime Media team following me out there to Tempe and, and the Waltz store to help shoot with, uh, you know, the in their studio and, and get this episode recorded and everything. So, uh, just an awesome time. Had a great time learning, you know, about the Waltz crew, about their strategy and how they're going to market, and uh, both in in Tempe and you know on the the broader national scale. So, uh, real exciting times for them. We had a good time down in Phoenix uh, for prime time and uh, happy to get back to it. So, uh, as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.